Hi everyone, welcome to the latest Siddiqui Ramblings podcast. As the name suggests, the ramblings of the Siddiqui boys. You may have seen us on TV. I'm Basit Siddiqui. I'm Sid Siddiqui. I'm Umar Siddiqui. So hopefully you'll join us every week just to hear our general thoughts on uh, the world as it is and our little ideas about life in general. If you want to get involved, then feel free to. You can email us on thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. Right, let's get going. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hi, Basel. Hi, me. Good afternoon, guys. How are you all? All right, all right. Nice chill Sunday. I've just been on a walk with Dad. We went to go and post a letter. Oh, you took Dad for a walk? Yeah. Yeah. But he took me the longest possible way. Yeah. And when we got there, I realised the post, but it's only a tiny one. And it's right in the, you know, some isolated street. Yeah, but I think there's probably one collection per week, which it isn't. Yeah. It isn't. But, but that's what. Yeah, he was, he was moaning and going, "Oh, why have you taken me to this letterbox? Yeah. It won't get picked up until the end of the week." And so we read it. Yeah. And it said that they pick up at four p.m. every weekday. Yes. So, but that's not good <laughs> enough for Dad. So Dad walked all the way to the other post box. Mm-hmm. And when did when does that all pick every up? Every nine o'clock every morning. Nine o'clock every mm-hmm. morning. So yeah, this will this yeah. letter will be picked up nine o'clock tomorrow but, morning. Uh, yeah, seven hours earlier You're than right. yours. Right. That, yeah. So it takes about a whole day, doesn't it? I guess. So I can see why you'd be a bit upset about it. I didn't know that. I thought like Royal Mail standard, they're all standard collection times on all letter boxes. No. So some of them are more infrequently collected from than others. Yeah. Mm. Just imagine in this area, there's only one. A collection van, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the guy is got to be really, really very fast to pick everything. Say, I don't know if you're doing dinner or so. Yeah. Um, to in one go. That's, a, that's a good point. Yeah. So the nine o'clock one. So if you want to go to the ones around us, yeah, that one that we normally go to is the one to go to. Mm-hmm. Near the bus stop is a good one, isn't it? Having said that, I just start thinking now because. If it's the same guy, he's picking mine at 9 o'clock, yeah. then he goes to the next one for 10 o'clock, and then by the time they pick the last one up, it will be 4 o'clock probably, then he goes to the sorting station and says, here's my bag for the day. That's a valid so, point. So yeah. everything is going at 4 o'clock anyway. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Mm. You were under the assumption, and I was under the assumption, yeah. that they take yeah. it straight away, don't they? Of course they do. They don't, yeah. yeah. Wow. Again, well, I don't know if that's the case, I'm just surmising that would I, be I, the... Yeah, I think it is okay. I used to have a, a job briefly at the Royal Mail Sorting no, Station. No, you didn't. Yeah. Yeah, you did, yeah. And everything is done like more or less in, at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't matter when it's collected. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm learning so much. I don't I'm even just, need... I'm just thinking perhaps if somebody was listening from the post office, those good people, they could probably put this right. Please, yeah. Say, no, no, your letter is picked up at 9 o'clock and you go straight to the sorting office. If we do have anyone listening from Royal Mail, please do get in touch and let us know. And also let us know how you can deal with wearing shorts in really cold weather as well. You'll mm-hmm. notice that post uh, postmen and women are the last ones to stop wearing shorts. Yeah, there is a, a reason for it. By the way, did you know that? So dogs don't bite the yeah. ankles. Is that why? Yeah, because they don't grab the trousers. Yeah, is that a genuine reason? No, Dad. I just thought so. So Royal Mail workers, if you can let us know what the reason is why how you can wear shorts for so long. Because I don't know about you, yeah. I, I, I'll, the second summer's over, I'll stop wearing shorts. Right. Now, yeah, the, yeah. the old school I was at, the PE teachers used to have a competition to see who could wear the shorts for the longest into winter. Mm. And there was a guy called Richard Bateman. He might listen to the podcast, actually. I think he does. Uh, and he must have legs like steel or like steel wool because he just didn't feel the cold at all and wore it throughout the yeah. whole of winter. Mm. Mm. Hardcore, man. Some people are like that. Yeah. yeah. When is the earliest you start wearing shorts then? So you start wearing shorts over winter, then you start wearing shorts again. Like, I think this summer, I, it was quite late into the summer that I started wearing shorts. Yeah. You but know, you, like we had the heat wave. Mm. I waited for about a good month into that heat wave where I thought, yeah, yeah but now it's time for shorts. In all honesty, you didn't have any pair of shorts until you went and bought some, which was by the end of... Uh... Well, yeah, I thought, when, <laughs> when is the right time to stop thinking about buying shorts? You're not the kind of guy who would go out of your way to dress for the season, though. You'd only do it till you're pushed to a point where you think, okay, now nah, yeah. I start wearing shorts. It's yeah. getting ridiculously hot. And like you said, 
the middle of a heat wave is the point where you <laughs> do that. Yeah. 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 I'm not. I have a different strategy. I think wearing shorts is making a statement, really, rather than anything to do with the weather. Kind of like when you see those guys walking around with their tops yes, off. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. What's What's I the mean, statement you think they're making? Statement is, "Oh, look at my legs." <laughs> I think yeah. good. Look at my calves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at my hairy knobby knees. Mm. Yeah. I'm glad you finished that with knobby knees. That's good. Anyway, pearls. Then, Dad, do you want to get started on pearls? Took a detour. Mm, yeah. Well, the other day I thought it's. It's not much of a pearl, but uh, something I was doing at Bassett Committee, and I thought, yeah, I could probably. Uh, but I was ironing some clothes. Uh, I, I normally iron my own shirt um, because I have a way of doing it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why you looked at this one. This one is not. This nice and pressed. Uh, no, this is not. This is one of those that you just wash and wear. Uh, you let it dry first. This is not drip dry sort of thing. You don't need to iron this one. Anyway, so yes, I was ironing. And Bassett, oh my God, I never iron a shirt like that. So he said, would you mind just explaining what your uh, rationale is the way I uh, uh, iron a shirt? Mm -hmm. And I start off with this bit, you know, uh, uh, it's the piece above your shoulders. Yeah. Which is a separate piece, isn't it? So yes. you pick the shirt up, you can easily see it hangs from there. Yeah. That's where the co uh, the hanger actually fits. Yes, yes. The top so of the I back. start with that. So I lay that out and I iron that first. Take all the creases out of it. And while I'm ironing that bit, I go around this bit which is next to the collar but it starts to form the top button area of your Brilliant. shirt because then it's uh, quite accessible that you won't put any creases there so you while you are in the back piece the shoulder yeah. piece you are in those two bits as well yeah so you sort of mirror it's like a mirror image of the bit that you, you should yeah normally they're the difficult next. ones to do yeah All yeah right. and then after that i will uh, iron the cuffs the sleeves uh, one at a time, obviously, and then I'll do the the front bit, one half first, yeah, and then the other half, and then I will lay it on there, and then I will iron the inside of the back of the shirt. Oh, I never okay. actually iron the back of the shirt, but mm. inside of it. Mm. So that's giving you sort of a straight old um, iron shirt, and then I can fold it as well if I want to, no. or I just hang it on the hanger. What's interesting about you, Dad, is that you don't actually own an ironing board at all, do you? No, it's the dining table. It's <laughs> the corner yeah. of the dining table. Yeah. Well, it's the long dining table. But, but you've okay. never had an ironing board, have you? Never. No, it restricts, restricts me because the ironing board is only, what, about 300 centimetres, 300 millimetres? Yeah. 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 Centimeter. I don't think it's enough, really. No. Do you iron with an ironing board? Or I iron with an ironing board, board, yeah. Yeah. I've got an ironing board. No, I would like to make uh, clear here that this is probably my way of doing it. People out there uh, probably uh, have got much yeah. better equipment of doing it. No, but I have to attest to the fact that if I think Dad has the best iron you shirt I've seen out of everyone mm. that I know. I can iron a shirt within a minute. Yeah, and, minute. and it looks yeah. good. A minute, that's very minute, good, Dad. Yeah, yeah I'm going to put you to a test. I don't think you can do I it. Can. I can, I can. I'll bet you anything. A minute and a half. No, I said minute. Dad, a minute's probably like Guinness record, man. Mm. Don't you hate when you buy a shirt brand new and then you know how they like fold it oh, up God, and, yeah, it, yeah. and then you've got to iron that? That's virtually impossible to iron all those folds out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. almost permanent, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, when you're right. So I don't know if this is, I, I don't want to like uh, invade the tips section, but some, I'm sure somebody told me that when you buy a shirt brand new, wash it first, yeah. then iron it. Because the washing will soften the fabric, yes, yeah. and get rid of all the creases. So. I've heard that. I've heard that as well. And also, you want to iron it by itself first because any initial runoff that it'll have, if you iron it with other stuff, it can mess up other clothes as well. So if you get quite a nice, colourful shirt, yeah, and then you put it with normal clothes, some of it because it's so uh, it's new, there will be runoff, right. and it can affect your clothes. So you should wash it by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, man, we're full of tips here. Yeah. Well, good luck. What is this? Woman's hour. <laughs> no, we're modern men, though, aren't we? We're modern, modern men, men yeah. We're scruffy modern men, though. Yeah. 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 Right, okay. Omar, do you want to news us? I will news you. Um, bit cheesy news today. Go on. Literally. Oh, Ancient really? cheese is definitely Brie C. Same words there. Yeah, yeah. Brie C. Yeah. The world's oldest cheese has been found in a 3,200-year-old Egyptian tomb. Oh, but anybody who eats the Brie C snack... They're sticking with that then, aren't they? Yeah, well done, yeah. All right, do it once, but that's it. 
could be, anybody who eats this snack could be cursed by a deadly fever, according to archaeologists. <laughs> it was bred alongside Potamese mayor of Memphis. Huh? Mm-hmm. Memphis must have been an ancient Egypt as well as the yep. Whose resting place was rediscovered in 2010. I think anybody who eats centuries old cheese, if you're sick, it's not going to be some due to some sort of curse. Yeah, I think it's good because it's pretty old. Mm. Do you think that he actually buried it as milk? And it's turned into cheese now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet it was his pet or something, and it's just covered in like loads of like cheese now. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's probably the most disgusting story you've given us, and you've yeah. given us some corkers. Yeah, but <laughs> according to the cheese manufacturers or cheese varieties, the, the stinkier the cheese, the tastier it is. Or, yeah, or or better for you. Yeah, but it's, there's got to be a limit, and I think that's no, find that limit. Isn't it? Yeah. It's well, like you have a matured, matured wines, don't yeah. you? And anything like that, or very, very well done matured meat. I don't know. Because fine with the age. age. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could, yeah. You always hear about archaeologists uncovering things, don't you? Valuables. Now, the first time I've heard about a food. A food, cheese. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you find something like that, you wouldn't dare eat it. Not because you might get fever. It'll be a, a, a stuff that perhaps people would want to see and you can sell it up. It'll be It'll be priceless, wouldn't it? Worthless. Yeah. It'll be antique. Yeah, it is an antique. In, yeah, in in, a, in its own right. Mm. Do you think anyone's ever taken any food to antiques roadshow? I found this leg of lamb, <laughs> and it's like really old. It'd have to have some provenance. Yeah. You'd like to use that word provenance, so you'd have to be able to do, tell the story behind this lamb. Yeah, yeah. The lamb was like involved in a king, like yeah. a king had something to do with king that lamb. Like yeah. Yeah. And then, how do you testify that it is actually? A um, hundred year old, uh, rather than somebody just did it last week. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The authenticity yeah. of it. Yeah. Mm. How would you do that? Would you, I don't know, chop a little bit of bone and do the sort of carbon dating? Could do that, yeah. 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 yeah, they must be able to figure out the age or something. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if it's been frozen, yeah, they still would be able to. I'm sure they would. I'll tell you where you might get that, genuinely a food thing. You know, wedding tradition is that you keep the top tier, isn't Yes, it? yeah, yeah. And as a souvenir, or you do something when really? your kids yeah. christen or something like that. So I think you might get that for a famous person one day. That might actually end up being an antique yeah. description. Mm. Oh, disgusting news, though. I'm thank you for that. What's disgusting? Just old cheese. cheese. Man, I hate cheese. <laughs> I, I love oh, cheese, but I hate cheese. cheese. Yeah, yeah. I like melted cheese on pizza. Why but, do you hate cheese? Sorry. God, you you don't mind eating cheese just as it is, do uh, you? No, no, I Stinky. don't. I actually, it really gives me terrible heartburn. If I'm honest with you, <laughs> yeah. cheese, but yeah. do you enjoy it still? I do. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's worth a, it. Worth a pain, yeah. I do suffer. <laughs> I do suffer. Oh, Dad, I'm sorry. I'm not going to get you cheese for Christmas then. Yeah. Can I take a slight detour? Actually, go on. Sorry, I know that we've gone off. We always go off track anyway. Um, you know, Christmas is coming up in a while. I know it's a little mm. late to be talking about it. But Amelia's discovered this TV show called Hey Dougie. About Dog, who uh, is kind of like, he has brownies, but they're not called brownies. They're called squirrels. So, like, he trains them and gives them badges and that kind of stuff. And there was a Christmas episode where the kids were getting a badge for decorating. And in the cartoon, which I assume is for kids, the kids were giving presents to other people and putting presents under the trees. And me and Mel, for like since Amelia she's four now, we've made a point of saying that Christmas trees don't go, presents don't go under the tree. Yeah. We don't wrap our own presents. Yeah, they, because they all get by the they're brought Santa. by Santa. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I thought this just goes against everything that we've mm-hmm. like shown her about yeah. it. And so I was like looking at Mel, and I think Mel just didn't get what I was like. I was making eye contact with her, and like, yes, yeah, yeah, almost trying to use telepathy yeah. to say that should she be watching this. Mm. <laughs> And then Mel was just looking at me, going, "Why are you looking at me like a weirdo?" <laughs> so I'm working my telepathy. So, but yeah, yeah Amelia didn't pick up on it, yeah. okay. so I've just left it. Mm. But I think if she's ever going to figure out there's no Santa, that's the start of it. It's probably too early for her to relate these two two different stories, though. Would would she? Mm. Yeah. But the thing is, this actually leads us quite nicely onto what the topic is today. It's all about planning, isn't it? Yes. And you've got to have that mindset where you think. You always think about every eventuality, and that's one of the pointless eventualities that I'm thinking of right now. Would this be a reason why she... What do you think, Dad? Do you think he's overly worried about something that is just... Uh, really pointless? pointless uh, I think he is, yeah, a bit, yeah. yeah. Personal problems? Maybe 
So when when she watched this episode, was it very close to her, or the whole Christmas time? When, when no, no, no. It's yeah, summer. So yeah, you're right. Don't watch it around Christmas. Don't time, watch it. Around mm, yeah. Okay. Well, mm. That's good. Good tip. See, thanks, guys. Right. Okay. So as I said, this the t- actually, Emma, do you want to give the full title of it? Yeah, the full title is "One of These Days I'm Gonna Get Organized." <laughs> oh yeah, it was a typo. Wasn't it was a typo. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll explain why why that is later on in the in the podcast. Oh, okay. There's a yeah, reason for it. Yeah. So, oh, it's all about organisation and planning. Yeah. So the um, Siddiqui science that I did, I, I was really trying to look for poorly designed buildings, which you can get, and they're quite funny. Yeah. Some stupid buildings that have been built, and like the, to fail to plan is to plan to fail. Yeah. Hmm. But I, I was looking, and there wasn't anything of particular interest that I could find. So I thought I'd just go with the biggest mistakes that people have made and how it's affected them either financially. It's, this is from the Business Insider, so that most of them are financial. So um, mistakes come in many forms. Uh, this particular article has tracked down the inflation-adjusted damages of some of the worst mistakes ever, including terrible mergers, oil spills, and illicit sexual affairs. And it goes with quite a good one at the top, Tiger Woods. Now, what, if you remember Tiger Woods and he slept with multiple women yes, a few yeah. years ago. Uh, at the end of it, uh, at the end in 2009, America was shook by reports that Tiger Woods had engaged in multiple illicit sexual affairs. Within a year, Tiger agreed to a $750 million divorce settlement with his uh, then wife. The total cost of this mistake was even higher if you include stock loss for Nike, Gatorade and other sponsors. One professor uh, put the cost as high as $12 billion. Good lord. Yeah, man. And this is from the loss from the sponsor. Though. So if you yeah. add up the loss from the sponsor, the divorce settlement, yeah. and the loss of like his career, basically it impacted on the career. Mm. That's how what the professors have looked at the impact of planning yeah. and everything. Um, this next one, Captain Edward Smith crashes the Titanic into an iceberg. Mm-hmm. So according to the Business Insider, the money lost in 1909... Would be seven point five million dollars in shipbuilding costs. Yeah. Inflation adjusted one hundred and sixty-eight million dollars. The passenger line, the Titanic sunk on its maiden voyage, as we all know. Uh, and then, yeah, it just tells you about the whole ice. It apparently, killed one thousand five hundred seventeen people. Mm. But the financial damage in today's modern economy would be one hundred and sixty-eight million dollars. Yeah. Um, an elderly man throws away a Euro Millions lottery ticket. Um, loss in 2010 would be 181 million. How do you even go on after that? Yeah. Man, you just be broken, wouldn't you? It was a woman, a woman in England who played the lottery every week, picked the correct numbers to win the Euro Millions, but her husband threw the ticket away. The elderly woman knows she picked the winning numbers because she writes them down on a separate sheet of paper each week before she turns the ticket over to her husband. I don't think husband threw it away. Do you think husband's living it up? Do <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> husband, yeah, husband's gone off the face of the planet now, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. They, excuse me, it's too frightened to come and see her. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'll do one more, but this is a really good site actually, businessinsider.com, and I just typed in. I think I just typed in poor planning, mm-hmm. and just I wanted funny stories and stuff, but it's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, NASA uses the metric system, while Lockheed, uh, Lockheed Martin uses the English system. When building a satellite, the cost of the lost orbiter is $125 million. So I don't really get what happened. So in 1999, a team of Lockheed Martin engineers used the English system of measurement, while the rest of the team used the metric system for a Mars orbiter. The use of two different measurement systems prevented the spacecraft's navigation coordination from being transferred from a spacecraft team in Denver to a lab in California. The orbiter was then lost in space, and NASA was out of $125 million. So that's such a simple error, isn't it? Yeah. It's such a simple system that we're so used to using versus someone else is used to using another one. Mm. That's $125 million. I love this. I could keep going with these, but yeah. I think we should move on. They're very um, appropriate, aren't they? Very akin to human nature as well. The number of times we've done silly mistakes and cost us cost money. Us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the one I think, I've done perhaps a few times now when I booked... Uh, uh, my flight to Spain, and rather than booking ten days, I booked three days because I missed a week, as it were. Right. Yeah. And then um, I clicked the button. As soon as I clicked the button, I realized what I've done. Mm. Then I'd gone back, but I couldn't. It was too late, so I had to 
cancel that uh, and lose the money and then uh, book another flight. Flights yeah. are interesting, aren't they? Because th there was a time when you used the internet and, and purchased stuff, you yeah. know, forms and things, and you would be so careful with them, wouldn't you? Yeah. Really careful. Mm. But you just have become nonchalant with them now, and you don't double-check stuff as much as yeah. you used to. Yeah. And flights is the big one, because mm. if you do it, there's no getting it back. Absolutely, yeah. You kind of have to go through a different system with it. Quite tough. Mm. Right, me. do you want to add some structure to this and become question master? Yes, I will. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so today we're discussing organization and planning. So, who is the master of organization amongst us three? You know, the no stone left unturned kind of guy. How about you, Dad? I don't know. I think I'm reasonable. I wouldn't say that I'm, uh, I'm brilliant. Some of my, I, I just assume things sometimes, thinking, yeah, I've checked that once. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it should be all right. A measurement is my classic one, isn't it? Yes. How many times I've measured something and just... Measured it once and just convinced in my head that that's the right one. Yeah, yeah. Gone and had the part made or had a piece of wood cut mm -hmm. length and come home and it's a disaster because it's, uh, it's wrong. I would say that normally, you know, when we, you ask your first question, who's the most this, who's the best at this, who's yeah. the best at that? Dad is usually the person that we'd say. But in this specific case, I don't think Dad is the no, best at it no. because you've, Especially when it comes to your projects, your DIY projects. I don't know what you're like when you're planning a journey to work and stuff like that. But because you're so confident in what you do with the DIY side of it, you're almost overconfident with it. And we'll just, yeah. I'll tackle that problem when I reach it, yeah. if it, if it becomes a problem. I think the phrase is that I probably plan to a degree, but I miss the details, the important details. I know the big picture, what I've got to plan. Yes. Yeah. I've got to do A, B, C, D. Yeah. But the bits with A, B, C, D, probably I'm not as organised as perhaps mm. I would be. And when you say as organised, it's kind of like if you apply a time to each of the A, B, C, D, mm. you're totally out with your timings with how long those will all take. And I'm pretty rubbish with that as well. I always downsize how long a specific thing will yeah. take. And then it all starts creeping up and the time yeah. that it's actually taken is twice as long as I thought it was going to take. Organization is one of those things where you can just anticipate everything that's going to happen. Mm. Say, like you, I don't know, for me, organization, say you're planning an event mm. and you want to make sure that every part of that event is planned, is for, mm. it's almost predicted what's going to happen. That to me is like organization yeah. to like a high, yeah. quite a high level. Definitely. Do you think, do you think <clears throat> any of us are to that level? And is it good to be to that level? Well, that's my next question. Is it a blessing or curse being organised? I mean, where's the fun and the spontaneity in it? There's that. And I also think that if you're really organised and yeah. if you plan to the nth degree and then something happens that you weren't expecting, the most organised person is less likely to be able to deal with the unknown Yeah. because they've factored in all those other little bits and pieces mm. thinking that A, B, C are going to happen, but then X happens. And they're like, oh, shit, I didn't plan for that. I really yeah. don't know what mm. to do because yeah, I was so... Yeah aware of all these other little bits and pieces that happen. It depends on what you are going to plan, isn't it? If it's uh, if you're planning a barbecue out there today yeah. or tomorrow, it's not as detailed as if I was planning one of your weddings or something. Yes. Right? Yeah, it's just it's the emphasis on how important it is. Yeah. And when other parties are involved, that's another planning yourself yeah. or organizing yourself is not too bad. Yeah. If you probably off the market doesn't matter. But if other people are relying on you Mm. Then that just causes issues. You have to be, you have to be then careful. Yeah, I think it comes with experience as well. Because, Dad, you've done some crazy DIY projects in in your time. And say if you've done something and then you do something again similar, the level of organization is it, it's a bit more, isn't it? It's a bit more pronounced the next time. Yeah, because you learn from your mistakes yeah. and you think I better. I mean, I will never measure a window again just once. I probably measure it yeah. three or four times yeah. now. Yeah, but. Dad, when it comes to measuring in general, you still make the same mistakes as all though. No, if I, if I measure the window three times, I'm sure I'll pick up the the fault that I made yeah. the, or mistake that I made three times. But what I mean is that I know for a fact that there's been about three or four occasions. So you measured a window wrong. Yeah, yeah it's I was there for that one. one. I was just saying if I had to measure a window, <laughs> just the again. window. But yeah. surely the whole concept of measuring. You should have that now. Should I think, apply. Okay, it should apply to anything, whether <laughs> yeah. it's a kitchen worktop yeah, I know. or a flu. What was it? A oh. central heating flu? <laughs> yeah, is there any others you want to add? There's so many things. That lintel that I bought for the garage. Mm. Oh, that must have been a brutal... Oh, yeah, of course we put that that's in, what I was. We? That's what I was referring to, that... 
because that was a major project. So yeah. a lintel had to go up, a big steel girder yeah. had to be raised aloft. Yeah. <laughs> and you had to think about it, didn't you, Dad? You had to think, right, who's going to, how am I going to do, first, how am I going to do this? Yeah. Um, who's going to be doing what job and, and that kind of stuff? And I was concentrating too much on that one. How many people are going to come to help me? Mm. Uh, make sure this is done. Make sure the acros are in place. Yeah, sure. that was that was a a team standard stuff. Yes. That was it wasn't done in the safest way, but the method that you used was pretty genius. I remember. Yeah, because um, in fact, Dad, do you want to explain what you did? So what? just to put it into context, so, so this lintel had to go up. Yeah. Very high. Pretty much the size of a room, didn't it? it yes. Yeah. Height of a room. Height of a room. And there were just the three of us. It was really just you two. I kind of just came to the end and was just watching it with my mouth open at what you decided to do. Which one are we talking about? Which project? One, one in the garage. Yeah, we're talking about the garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, it was. It was uh, I can't remember. It was about you how used long bricks. was it? Yeah, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. No, how long was it? It was quite a length. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, probably about uh, 12, 12 feet. feet. Yeah. yeah. 13 feet so it was high it was heavy heavy. it was long it was heavy well we just um, uh, positioned roughly where it was going to go and then start uh, lifting it up um, inch by inch as it were if you have two piles of bricks and then you put on lift the lintel both of you into one pile so you don't have one one sort of um, focal point or central point or or, or platform if you like Mm -hmm. you have three yeah. So imagine bricks stacked on each other, two each other. Yeah. So there'll be three of them. Mm. One at, at each end and one in the middle. Yeah, that's so, it. And then you have another three uh, same sort of heights than the next to it. Yeah. And you keep increasing by a brick. By a brick at a time. So you're actually moving <laughs> brick by brick the whole thing. Yeah. And when it gets to base height, it starts to wobble a bit. It doesn't it? Mm. And what, what do you mean by base height? Uh, waist height. Waist, sorry, yeah. waist height. Yeah. Waist mm-hmm. height. Yeah. And then it starts to wobble a bit, so it thinks, oh, I'm going to check things. So yeah. then you use these things called acros. Right, yes. They support the, the steel uh, then. And then you use the same idea again. You have two or three acros. Yeah. And then you keep doing. And you also still use the bricks as well. Yes, yeah, so mm-hmm. double safe. So although this sounds crazy and very MacGyver like, it, it was a very safe process. Yeah. It? Because if you imagine, listeners, that this obviously went higher than waist height, it went over your heads, both. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. How high feet wise would you say it went to? About seven, eight feet. Well, probably about six foot. Six foot. Kid me. I mean, yeah, 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 six foot, and then about another foot on top. Yeah, I'd say about seven, eight feet, wouldn't it? But the planning that goes into uh, doing something where there's a risk that it might kill you, you really do plan that. You have to plan that. Yeah. Yeah, we we actually made sure that we were very well clear of the tan things. Yes, yeah. If you think that it was moving, we just ran quite a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it could it could only fall at a certain distance, probably at, at foot either side of it. Mm. Didn't it? Yeah. it wouldn't have sort of fallen, say about three or four meters across. Mm. Yeah, because of the weight of it. I remember coming late to that project, though. I I think I came down the drive eating a calippo, and then <laughs> I I saw what was happening in front of me, and I was like. The hell are they doing? <laughs> like the calippo dropped out of my hand. <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "Open mouth with all." Your of it. timing is perfect, isn't it? Always yeah. after the event. After the event, yeah. But obviously, because I was watching it as someone yeah. with fresh eyes to it, and to no, me, no, it looked no. horrifying. Yeah, I thought it was the most dangerous thing in the world. But you two mm. were like, "Yeah, no, this is fine. We're okay with yeah. it." Yeah. yeah. The the short beam that I was um, referring to was the previous one. That was a wooden beam that we put at the front of the garage. I don't know if you remember. That was quite, that's a 23 foot length that was. Yeah. Uh, and it was a, a wooden, it, it wasn't a lintel, it was a beam that had to go across so you can fasten your joist to it. Yes. Mm. So it wasn't yes. load bearing, but it still had to have that. Yeah. And I remember going to a local uh, timber merchant and uh, I thought, oh, I can fasten it in top of my car, which I had, <laughs> I had um, uh, roof rack. And it was, it was overhanging both sides, but I think it was legal still. Yeah, <laughs> so I managed to um, bring it home, and when I got home, uh, it was two inches short. Oh, dad! And then I realized the tape measure that I had actually was two inches short because <laughs> in in olden days I had an old tape, and the front bit had just fallen off, so I cut two oh inches off God. and just wrapped oh, the tape. Right. And I always, when I measured things, I factored that in that I've got it two inches on. 
And this time, I didn't for some reason. How much would it have been to cut by a new tape measure, though? Eh? How much would it have been to cut? I don't know. Maybe. I had a new tape somewhere, but I just <laughs> oh I couldn't be bothered. Oh, God. Yeah. That's, the, that's what I mean by not paying attention to detail. Yeah. I've mm. organised everything, where I was going to go, how I was going to bring it yes, back Yes, yeah, home. yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I mean, there, you kind of set yourself up to fail, really, by doing the, by using something that's... <laughs> it's amazing that you that measuring tape was used in subsequent projects to build things oh, yeah I always yeah. used that but I knew they're two, two inches short <laughs> yeah um, and then I just I said well I know mm. but on that particular day I was too too much concentrating on to get the piece yeah. of wood yeah how am I going to get it mm. because bringing awkward uh, merchandise in your car is always uh, a threat yeah. You know, when we go to the tape, sometimes you pack quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your you boot is not point, quite yeah. shut. You're thinking, will I be okay? Mm-hmm. What if half of my rubbish just falls out in the back? Yes, yeah. yeah. And to get to our tip, there's quite a lot of long, long straight roads, aren't they? Yeah. That open, if the boot did the open. Carriage, yeah, yeah, the dual carriageway, yeah. this Harvey Road as well, which is quite yeah. long as well. So. Yeah. Uh, but while you guys were talking, I was thinking about things that, um, listening as well, but thinking about, like, I'm looking for very specific kind of examples of organizational skills. Yeah. And I was thinking about moving house. Yeah. You, say, like, I was going to move house and I wanted you guys to help me. Mm. But I didn't want you to come and think, oh, I can't believe he's not done anything to help us, help yeah. him. Yeah. I, I think I'd be the kind of person who'd help you. Like, right, that person's got to do that job. I'll have all my, like, boxes labeled yeah, and yeah. ready to go. I think I would have that level of organisation. Yeah. But because I'd be that level of organised, if I catch somebody doing something that they shouldn't be doing, I, I that would like irritate me. Yeah. Yeah. So if yeah. you had gone to the level of really getting your house ready to move, yes, and you saw someone on the day of the moving not doing something how yeah. you'd expect it to be, then that would irk you. Yes, that would. Yeah. Irk, yeah. Which yeah. Sense, I think that's quite good. Yeah. Because if you've shown there straight away, if I got to your house and yes. saw, okay, everything's packed, he's good to go. Almost my boss for that day because he yeah, knew yeah, what yes, he's yeah. doing. So I kind of listened to you in, mm. that, in that regard. Whereas we moved someone's house not so long ago, yeah. didn't we? And you could tell that it was going to be more of a team effort getting it yes, all yes. together. You had to take a lead, sorted. didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I think still works as it well because works. we kind of all we all in a couple of minutes think, okay, you're doing this, you're doing this, mm. you're doing this, and then it takes a while, but then the the grease starts going, and then everyone starts to know what their yeah. roles are and stuff. I think common aim with these things is to let's do this job to the best of our ability mm. as soon as possible as well. Yes. Because the van is on hire, which is going to be taken back. That's so you've got time to get You have all other things to be done. Yeah. But we all have that attitude, and I think we all get under each other's feet because of that yes. as well. Yeah. Like Mel and Osh were sitting back and just saying, I love watching the Siddiquis like, uh, <laughs> move past. Because all of us are like over each other going, no, move it that way, no, <laughs> yeah, shift it that way, move that yeah. thing around. We're all clamouring over each other. Yeah. I can remember us trying to push something in the back of the van and then Ash just casually walks, Ash, her sister, walks just casually to the side and goes, look guys, the side door opens. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and then Omar wanted to like really rush the job and he goes, I'm going to wa- I'm gonna walk this fridge. Was it a fridge or a yeah, washing machine? A fridge, yeah. He walked this, fr- this uh, fridge up this flight of steps and he was like, he was having none of it. He's going, no, I'm going to move it myself. Yeah. And obviously, he wants to get the job done as soon as he can. Yeah, yeah. But he was so done in afterwards that I think it slowed the process <laughs> yeah. down. Yes, afterwards. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that basically put me out of commission for the rest of the year. <laughs> yes. And if I remember correctly, it, the way you carried it was amazingly <laughs> okay. awkward, wasn't it? It was, right. Yeah. Have you noticed when there's a, a van full of, or a car full of uh, boxes, and they all, to me, seem similar sizes. Mm. But you always have eye for some weird box that you want to go and pick that first. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you find that? Or is it just me? You are and the... it might be a bit further away. Well, I will make an effort to go and pick that one up. Because well, psychologically, okay. you know that you're treating yourself with the nicer boxes. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm very much like that. Yeah. I hate... I like to, when it comes to a job, get the crap out of the way first. Yeah. So I can enjoy the last bit. Not yeah. even enjoy it, just I think know that what You're I'm right. I think that's yeah. what I'm looking at. I'm yeah. thinking, well, that looks a bit more awkward than yeah. the other one. Mm-hmm. Even though it's further away, that's I'll go job. for that yes. one first rather than picking the first one. Again. Yeah. Because all of those have to be moved one time. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then. That, sorry, sorry. Sorry, now for you. That is you organizing things. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's you organizing yourself 
organizing almost like your psychology as well. Like, I want to make this move easy for me. Mm. I know it's not an easy job, but I want to do things like deal with the heaviest stuff first. Yeah. Maybe like uh, when you're moving as well, deal with the fragile stuff first. Yes. Because at the beginning, you're not in any particular rush. Or maybe deal with that at the end. I don't know. Yeah. The fragile. Yeah. yeah. I would say the fragile stuff, you need to be at a point where you're mentally and physically at your best. Yes. So it should be the first things that you move. Yeah. Because if you're. Because it, as the day progresses, you kind of want to rush it. You're knackered. You're tired. You lose focus. That's yeah. when mistakes happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, fragile stuff I definitely do first. Yeah. I will only do fragile stuff after I've had a break. Yes, as yeah, well. Tea, good thinking. Have a tea break. Yeah. That's good. So organizing yourself, what do we use? Um, Buzz, me and you spoke earlier about um, that you've got a joint planner on your phone with Mel. Yeah. Yeah. So and I've, I've noticed you've written here as well. Now I'm my own boss. Yeah, have I've boss. learned to be more organized. And in answer, yeah, definitely. Mm. Obviously with us guys doing Gogglebox and me having little bits of meetings and with Amelia as well. There's always just so much going on. So having that joint calendar app is really useful. Mm. It is really useful. I don't need to put, because I know it's got an option for like the location um, and other notes that you might need for the day. My brain hasn't reached that point where I need that yet. So Mm -hmm. as long as I know I've got a meeting with a certain person, I'll usually remember the phone call or the email that I had with that person and know where I have to go Mm. for that, that specific thing. And uh, uh, the other good thing about having those kind of planners and calendars and whatnot is that you nobody can pile too much onto you because you can say no. You can say no. Yeah, you yeah. Doing stuff on that, bit. which is good. I think we need to set up a group planner then, three of us. Well, we we're quite good to be fair. We've got our WhatsApp groups. Yeah, WhatsApp but even groups. then we have to geek back and forth, isn't it? Really? Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you had a planner, all you had to do was look at my plan and say, "Oh, that's not available." That well, it's not me and you could actually set one up mm-hmm. because we both got iPhones. Yeah. And I could look and see if there is an app where us three can do it. But what I want to make sure is that I don't trip over with what I've got with Mel yeah. as well. Yeah. So if oh, the cool. iPhone would be quite good. Mm. Because then you can see exactly who's... Basically, it puts little dots if you're yeah. taken. Now, the problem with those is, though, sometimes someone rings me and goes, are you free on this date? And I go, I look at my calendar and then see a dot there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm afraid I'm not... I'm, I'm busy on that day. Yeah. And then when you actually click on that dot, you realise that you've got like a haircut at like, <laughs> like in the morning. Yeah, and then the rest them. of the yeah, day yeah. is completely free. And I... <laughs> well, oh, oh, Mel, yeah, exactly. Man. Yeah, or Mel's doing something that day. Or and Mel himself said, "Oh, reserve that day for yeah. something." Yeah, yeah. So you do have to still look at uh, still look what the event is. Yeah, you can color code it. If it's red, yeah. then definitely yes. no, no. Yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> so you look at the dot and go. Well, I'm not going to look at what that dot means. I'm just busy that day. <laughs> busy that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but like when when Boss was talking to me because we we've got an event coming up. Um, we've got to go to some. Uh, photo shoot kind of thing but when you spoke to me I just like I went into this like kind of trance <laughs> <laughs> it was weird it was like 15th of September that's the date that it was yeah, yeah. Which is just... are you free on the 15th of September <laughs> then I went into this kind of like trance <laughs> which is me just going through my roller decks in my yeah. head yeah. <laughs> and go yeah. no I don't yes I am no I'm not <laughs> which is a crap roller deck isn't it, it? Is okay, really yes no yes no <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was quite good at Buster wasn't I because I know usually because you would organize it the weekend and weekend for me most of the time I'm free anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. But then you've always got your calendar. You've got an actual physical, yes. cal- physical yeah. calendar as well, haven't you? Which is good. Mm. That's a good way of doing it. It's, um, it's an old fashioned. Uh, so if you have a calendar which has got writing space in the dates, yeah. Yeah. I just scribble things here. Uh, which I, sometimes you look and say, what the hell have been written here? It doesn't mean anything. Mm. We don't understand that, but it means to me. Yeah. yeah, but I, I like with you, Dad. Anytime you guys say right, we're doing this, I just go home and scribble it on a <laughs> post-it note. God, yeah. how do you live your life like that? Because yeah. they're quite busy now, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. We've always got something on. And if that post-it note like like peels off my mirror and I yeah. sweep it up, that's well, I don't know where I'm meant to be. Man, that's cool. I often actually sometimes um, put in the wrong month. I have done that because. Flicking it away yeah. easily and thinking, oh, I'm going to take the right month, but it's not. No. I suppose it's the same thing, not looking what we're measuring things. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that yeah. and the problem with you is as well, you your calendar is really thin. Yeah, and so like I was looking at yours, and th- I thought Dad wasn't free on a certain date, yeah, and he goes, "Oh no, that's the month before." It's just the inks run through onto the yeah, next yeah, week. It's, it's yes, almost yes. carbon copies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I better buy a bit more expensive. Than, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, like I'm a less expensive pen. That's why you don't buy a calendar and rip one of them on Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you can organise and organise, but something always goes wrong anyway. It's called sub law. Yeah. 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 And the more you organise and organise, but something goes wrong, the more of a punch it is in the <laughs> yeah, isn't it, really? Yeah. And you're thinking, well, why, why the bother organising in the first place? Yeah, I suppose it's a bit of over planning, isn't it? That's yeah. what we're referring to again. Now, this is an interesting way of looking at it, then, isn't it? Dad, are you less inclined to organise because you've just been bitten too many times and had your heart broken through being really organised and then it's just going... No. Popping up? No, I don't think so. So you think it's just more your character? Because mm. I don't know if it's just the older you get, the less likely you are to plan because of the fact that you've just had too many moments in your life where you mm. you plan and plan and plan. Yeah, I see what you mean, though. Uh, it's not the planning bit, it's the, the priorities. Sometimes you think, well, it doesn't require, it's only, I've got to do that, I've done that many times, it's not a big thing. Mm. But whereas if something that always required planning, I would still say, yeah, mm. you know, um, uh, booking your seats or going away or, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or or if you have an important appointment or something like that, those things, mm. yeah, you still, I would still plan say it. I would plan it even though things probably in the past have not worked out. Yeah. And similarly with the DIY project, if things have gone wrong in the past, it doesn't mean to say, well, what's the point? No. Uh, mm-hmm. I still have to plan those things. Definitely. Yeah. And it's more a case like the last time I did this, I planned it, but I was focusing on the wrong things. My biggest problem is with planning, I underestimate how long it'll take. Yeah, time. Yeah, time-wise. I often think uh, it'll take two days and it will take four days. Mm. Remember that house that you bought and you thought you'd have got it up and running and ready to rent in, in, a, year. in a year? And how many years did it end up taking? No, it did take two years. <laughs> two years. Ashi's house took longer though, didn't it? Ashi's wasn't that bad. It didn't need that much work doing. I think Do probably know. it did take. Again, I thought it probably be a couple of weeks, three, but it took, I think, a couple of months. You did Umar's house, the goggle box <laughs> house, with the view to rent that. Yeah. But you took so long that Umar ended up moving back into the house. Didn't <laughs> <you>? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, got so fed up, he bought another house. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when I finished finally, he said, okay, you've done my house, I'll go back to oh, it, back yeah. and I will do something with the other one. Mm. But it is a case of... I think, Basa, I know where you're coming from when you say the older you get, the less worry you have about organising. I think because, A, it comes quite... There are certain elements that come quite naturally. Mm. And with age comes a kind of wisdom and a kind of zen, like, well, let's just see the... Cro- like deal the cars and see where they see where they lie. Yeah, yeah. There's either there's that, but there's also oh, I haven't got much time left. I better do this project quickly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't got time to plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've only got another ten years left. I've got to make sure that I get my, put my finger out. Yeah. <laughs> so, what situations call for most organisation? What are the most stressful to organise? Uh, I think the obvious one is going to be holiday, isn't it? Yeah, holiday yeah. is something that you want to make sure that you've got spot on because it's just that fear of like, if you get something wrong when you're out here or on your way to the holiday, mm. it ru- it's, it the ruined. impact yes, is yeah. huge, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's odd, isn't it, that um, any organisation where you, where you want to enjoy it or you're going to get enjoyment out of it, there comes an associated stress, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, like if you're organising something like I don't know something that it wasn't going to be that enjoyable in the first place. Yeah. Like a DIY it's a bit of a challenge. You set yourself a challenge, yeah. you do that, and then you enjoy it. Yeah. You reap the reward. Yeah. yeah. But I think with the fact that I'm organising something that I want myself to enjoy, I want people to enjoy, that's where the stress comes in, isn't Definitely. it? Definitely. organising it properly. Yeah. yeah. The biggest one is the other factors, the people involved. The more people you have in the taking part in an event, yeah. the worse it will be. Mm. And when you start adding organisations in there, uh, that's even worse. That's yeah. uh, that's the reason I think wedding is quite a yeah. uh, stressful uh, thing to organise. Because I think the wedding ticks two boxes, doesn't it? Because the wedding is you're organising it for people that you love, yeah, and you want them to enjoy it, yeah. But you're also organising it for people that some people won't know you too well, like workmates or partners of workmates or those kind of people. 
So you also don't want to look like a douche in front of them. But how would you? But if you cock it off, you cock yeah. up like a venue or yes. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I think weddings are so stressful because there's two different parties that are involved. Well, not only the different parties, there's a lot at stake, really. You're spending lots and lots of money. Yeah. And you've got to make sure. And it's a memorable event for to stay there for life. And you want a good impact, a yeah. good outcome from it. Mel smashed our wedding. I was so impressed with how well she did the wedding. Mm. It was good because I did very little. I don't think I did anything, if I'm honest. Not out of choice. I wasn't allowed to. Right. You made okay. a speech. My speech was good. Yeah. And I did the playlist as well. The playlist mm. I did. That's that, an important thing. Yeah. She gave me the playlist. Yeah. She basically gave me stuff that she didn't really care about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she wasn't, but she wasn't like, she gave you that, didn't she? She goes, no, that's too important. I'll take that job as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just mess it up. Yeah. What's that from? Friends. It's probably Friends, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's an episode of Simpsons. Yeah, where she wants Lisa to be the curtain puller. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't even let her do she that. She doesn't let her do that, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's, it's best way to get out of a task is to pretend to be your useless. Yeah, or yeah. do it badly. Yeah, yeah. do it badly. Uh, my siblings, they are absolutely <laughs> ace on that. Yeah, they really are. They, they, they really are. Uncle N. Uncle yeah. N. Yeah. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's got PhD. So yeah, he must know what he's doing. <laughs> Bless that. So yeah, yeah, just fake uh, stupid and ignorant. Uh, yeah. Like, Dad, you should have seen me the other day. You know, I, I came to, we were doing the floorboard, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, if you listen last week, Dad fixed my floorboard, bless him, he's my hero. But I saw Dad, like, sawing something in the garage. Mm. I can't remember what it was. I think it was the tip of the floor, uh, the floorboard, you know, because it was a bit... Yes, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. And Dad just did yeah. it, like, and he put his knee on the piece of wood and it kept it sturdy, and then yeah. the sawing away. So then I had to go home and do some sawing as well. I was like, what did Dad do? He put his knee in a certain <laughs> way. I, I tell you what, I could not put my knee no. on it in such a way. And Mel was watching me going, what are you doing? <laughs> and I go, I'm trying to saw this, but keep it still. Yeah. And I was trying so many different, putting my hand on it, mm. trying to put like my right knee on the wood, but then saw with my right hand as well. I was yeah. like, how did Dad do it? It's such a simple yeah. DIY thing. Mm. And I couldn't do it. Dad is good at like uh, contorting his body around DIY yeah. projects as well, isn't he? It's just, it comes naturally yeah. after you've done, you know, 300 times mm. <laughs> you 300 plus another thousand I'd there's say, definitely yeah. art. i mean the way that dad like drills and like to use a screwdriver it, it's an art the way i mean the way i do it, it's like all cumbersome yeah yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think it, it really comes from the experience the more you do yeah. yeah and i think that's what it is i've done it for many times now so it just becomes second nature. yeah you're, you're very comfortable around him as well and it yeah, shows yeah. whereas yeah. we I think we fear them, innit? So that's why we, me and you, will plan a lot more yeah. for a DIY project. I'll make sure that I've numbered mm. everything, all the screws are where they have to be. Really? I won't start till I've got like a little work section yeah. sorted mm. because I know that I'm so rubbish at all of this that, and the more stressed I get, the worse I'm going to mm. get. So I need to make sure that I've got myself sorted. Yeah. And I'm talking like making a barbecue or like fi- fixing a chair or creating a chair or something like that. I'm talking about the IKEA type stuff. Yes. When it comes to anything major DIY, like you know, when I built that kitchen yes, with my yeah. bare hands, mm. that was that was a different level of planning. That was yeah. It, it, when you're fixing things, that you need some planning. I'll just to give you an example. I fitted uh, an out external siren the other day for an um, intrusion alarm. I fitted, and it was high up. You had to mm. uh, do the triple extended ladder to go up there. And once you're up there, everything is moving and wobbly. Mm-hmm. And you have a drill in one hand, you've got a marking plate. And I thought, what's that? How do I spare? So I just poured a fit. Uh, I've done that. If you look in the back of the um, uh, siren panel itself, there are two hanging holes mm-hmm. that you, but you've got to actually have them level. It's no good marking one and drilling and then measuring the other one roughly. It's always about there. Uh, because you're up there, down, down at the, uh, Flow level, you can do that. So what I did, I put a bit of a tape ah. on the back of the plate, mm-hmm. and then where the holes were, I just Marked punched it. and marked ah, the hole so there, yeah, and yeah. then I transferred that onto the wall, so I know exactly where the wall, where the holes were. Yeah. So you can do things like that. Oh, was, that was that the first time you ever done that method? You no, I remember I'd done that before, but in haste, you don't remember these things. No. no. It yeah. just makes the job easy, and it all comes from because the fact that you've done that before. Yeah, a bit of planning, not a great deal of planning. Definitely. 
there is such a thing as having an organized mind, isn't there? You don't want to be one of these people who attempt something and that your mind is like all out of like it is not organized your no. thoughts aren't organized mm. are they yeah and i think it goes hand in hand with the kind of like strokes of ingenuity that you have comes with having an organized mind oh, well. absolutely. yeah and being and, able to envision something yes and Definitely. the fact that you've done before i mean you must be uh, brilliant at it because i mean you often do presentations and stuff uh, I bet the first time was daunting when it came to organizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even to organize that, how I'm going to do it, where I'm going to start, what I'm going to say, yeah. is there any goodies that I can throw in there to, yes. you know, break icebreakers, things. And you must be the same, Basa. You have a lot of organization going there yeah. in your head. Yeah. Okay, it's not a physical like I do with DIY. No, but you do. But you still have to prepare yourself yeah. mentally yeah. to be organized that way. And what I've done, obviously, because I've taught in the same classroom for the last eight years, which is fine because I know my classroom, I know where I'm going, I know the kids and everything like that. Now, every time I go to like a new school, I don't know what the equipment is. I don't know what the kids are going to be like. I don't yeah. know what the timings are and stuff. So I'm doubly, triply organized with everything. Yeah. I make sure that when I go in, I feel as comfortable as possible in that room to mm-hmm. deliver what I deliver. Mm-hmm. And you've got to sometimes think outside the box or yeah. get get in contact with them a little bit before. Yeah. Well. And this is what I meant earlier on when you said organization depends on what you're going to do. Mm. How important that is for you to be a success rather than... Definitely. So, you know, washing your hair one day, you may have to organize a bit of it, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> just have an awareness of the task at hand. Yeah. yeah. But I think there are some things maybe that just you just can't organize for. Some things, random events, spontaneous get-togethers, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um, where organization is not called for yeah to have organization is it really and if anything if organization is used in it it kind of can sour it, yeah, it a little bit yeah. yeah like i always think about like surprise parties yeah i mean there's, a, there's an organization involved in that kind of aspect in it but obviously one person won't, won't be aware of that in it yeah and so you know you hear about like stab dudes and stuff there's an element of haphazardness about it now. yeah mm. so we went out um for a last night and i think that was a bit random yeah but there was not there's niceness in the randomness as well isn't yeah there? definitely yeah. yeah you don't you i think it's that whole expectations don't have in that kind of thing don't have yeah. any high expectations or anything we don't have any expectation of what's going to happen yes. in the night just go with the flow yeah. go with the flow yeah. really isn't it yeah have you ever been on a night out with somebody who is has like an itinerary and likes to stop at certain places? Yeah. They kind of kill you, aren't they? They are kill you. Yeah. yeah. I think those are times you don't need over the top you of that. You just go with the It sours the mood, mm. that does, I think, if you're overly organized. Come on, yeah. let's get to this place next. Yeah. Okay, I'm a bit bored here now. Let's yeah. go to this next place. <laughs> that seems to be a, quite a, a, a common thing, isn't it? Oh, let's go here now. Let's go yeah. here. I'm like... I'm the kind of place like person if I'm staying in one place it's very difficult to move me Movie, yeah, place. yeah. So you have a um, um, element of organisation there because you think no, why should I organise myself to be <laughs> He's organised his ass cheeks in the place <laughs> yeah. that he wants him to be for the next couple of hours. Yeah. yeah. Established a group. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But have you heard of a common phrase um, organised chaos? Yes. 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 Yeah. This is another the, the side of the coin isn't it? Where there's no organization whatsoever I take them. Yes. Yeah. Somebody come up with an idea and they run with it, uh, but nobody else seems to know what they're doing. Yeah. And I think it's a communication in there, mm. uh, a major part. And these things happen often in work situations. Yeah. Definitely. When people There's always something. a character, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> and they're usually the nicest people as well. As yeah, in no, they're, they're, they mean well. They mean well. Mm. They, they have a certain character about them where they can get people... Yeah on board with something mm. but then it's just nuts when it happens and you're like why is this not yeah, all yeah, yeah. level yeah yeah and yeah. yeah you have those idea people don't you who are like really crazy oh yeah let's do this yes. that's going to be great but then they don't take they don't see it all the way that's through true, yeah and yeah. you see the sparks flying off them yeah and i think it's your job to kind of like bring them down to earth a bit and say look what well, this is the feasibility this is the practicality. yeah exactly and, yeah, yeah. It's exciting as well. Organized chaos. I mean, the term organized chaos is not chaos, is it? It is that ultimately you will yeah. get, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, achieve a goal. You could have yeah. done better, though. Yeah, that's, that's the whole point, isn't it? Yeah. 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 How would you class what we've done so far today? Was that organized? Organized to a point, uh, but with the, with us, there's always a fluidity and we yeah. like quite natural around each other. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think a lot of our times we live our lives in organized chaos. Yeah. 
It's a little mad. I mean, I certainly didn't expect to, Muslim to have a toilet break in there, that is. Yeah, uh, answers on the postcard if you can guess where we, where <laughs> I had the toilet break, because I have edited it seamlessly now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully, yeah. yeah. That's a hopefully, challenge. Yeah. If you can hear like a flush, just yes. the end of a flush, then you've got it, yeah. If you can determine when boss feels like he is a bit lighter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. His voice changes. And it's pity that you can't, nothing. you can hear us, but you can't smell us. Yeah. All right. Go on. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So the last one then. Last question. Should we be asking for outside help? Planners, organizers. I think um, there are people who will get your ass like to a yeah. certain place at a certain yeah. time and that kind of stuff. But like for a wedding and stuff like yeah. that, you would do. Yeah. Not for like if your day to day life. Yeah, I need to go shopping. <laughs> yeah. I can think of one uh, occasion where probably I would have to organize. Where you will need organ- something uh, yeah. being organized for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, you do realize that that day is going to be an absolute mess, <laughs> don't you? Yeah. You'll end up relying on you three. You You'll four, five. I just have visions of you being sent to a, on a rocket to the moon <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. You say, what? Did he want burial? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when, why did we know about that? Yeah. <laughs> You laugh, but we generally, we have like a folder and we've got it all ready. Oh, you? Yeah. Really? No. <laughs> Your oldest brother, you're the one who should be sorting this out. Why is it to me? I think we should all have a hand in you. Okay. Yeah. Many cooks yeah. spoil the If you need a planner, <laughs> I, I'm look at, you're looking at one. I'll tell you. Your, yeah. <laughs> it'll all be on like, Dad will get um, have some sort of folder and he'll say one of the siblings' names on it. Yeah. And then we'll know who he feels is the one to organise it. Yeah. And we all know who that's going to be, don't we? Who? Arshid. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. yeah. I can't believe we've gone through a whole podcast uh, about organising. Yeah, we have discussed. Me and Arshid discussed this already. Have you already? Oh, so it's all sorted, yeah. Yeah, no, Arshid's definitely the most organised. Yeah. Yeah. And I think our first reaction was, yeah, I'm not going to let those three idiots anywhere near here. <laughs> me and Sally were sorted. <laughs> Credit me with a bit of uh, sense. No. Oh, it was heard. Yeah, it's in fact. No, I'm only making this up. We yeah. have not had a conversation. So yeah, outside outside help. Sometimes you feel like outside help, yeah, for weddings and stuff. But what other parts of your life as well? Like maybe if somebody just told me how to do this, organize my life. You know, like life coaches and life coaches, yeah, yeah. Those kind of people. yeah. But don't they more tell, tell you like, well, you should stop eating too much, or aren't they yeah, those yeah, kind yeah, of things? No, I think that there is something there. If it's not there, organise it. Because some people are just very skilled in organising yeah. their life and can pass on the mm. bits of wisdom, can't they? Yeah. yeah. We have taken advice from people, but we've not. I wouldn't go as far to say that we need somebody to come and organise. Yeah. For instance, I'm trying to lose some weight. I need an organiser to tell me how to do it. We won't do that. We'll probably read something up and say, oh yeah, advice is don't eat mm. rubbish food or yeah. do exercise. And I think that's that's the sort of and long and short of our I, I just think that if you have a system that may not even work for you but works for the best that you that's the kind of person you are that's the best you're going to get yeah you can't teach an old dog new tricks mm-hmm. i really don't think that you can when it comes to organizing it's just you are you do it your way and whether it's organized chaos whether it's very regimented everyone got their own way and they all they'll get to be destination B but they'll yeah. all have taken a 50 different routes to get there yeah, that's right, it's yeah. tried and tested things isn't it because in your situation Mel always organised holidays don't you definitely one yeah. million and percent. then you wouldn't dream of saying oh well, I need to get organised oh I'll organise it you wouldn't because it well, works and yeah, yeah it works yeah. yeah whatever works and you said something nice boss it's all good we're all like seemingly going towards a particular destination it's, it's the journey that we take to get to that destination yeah, definitely um I mentioned before, one of these days I'm going to get organised. That's not a typo, boss. I want you to type organised. Okay. Yeah, it's it's one of these funny posters that you get to see. One of these days I'm going to, like, hang in there, kitty. Yes. One of those posters. It's one of those. But I actually, it's from the film Taxi Driver. Oh, really? Yeah, Robert De Niro said it. His character said it. Really? Yeah, he uses that poster for some reason to do what he does later on in that film. Oh, right. Yeah. But I remember it from that. But the thing is, the title itself, Omer. Yeah. One of these days, I'm going to get organised. Yeah. Bad spelling isn't a sign that you're it's not, not organised. Yeah. It's just careless. Yeah. So if I get complaints about my spelling, I'm blaming you, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Mm. I think people know. You're right, though. It doesn't really... It's um, no reflection on how well you plan. Yeah. Really, the statement should be, one of these days I'm going to get organized, but the letter should be completely like, one of these off days that I'm going to get organized. Yes, because that's all unorganized. Yeah. yeah. Tell you what, I can do that. I'd rather do that. Would you? Capital N's and... No, forget it. No, that sounds like too much effort. I'll do yeah. the organized one. Yeah. So, what does it actually mean? Does it mean... It's a play on words. It's like an irony. <laughs> Is it irony? Saying. But it, was there, was there intent, his intention to? What, in the film? Yeah. I don't know. I just... One of those, one of those things. Did People you know, know this watch Taxi Driver and remember the... You talking to me, bit. I remember that bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you haven't seen the film? I've seen the film, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't go and have an operation done or something like that with... Private part. <laughs> Why did you get that from what's from your name? It's Orban, isn't it? No! Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. We can't really do that. Why not? Yeah. Because if it was organ, and if you organ and you... Society. Yeah, and, then, no, like, and then if you add that or, or join with the circumcised, yeah. yeah, see what I'm getting? Yeah, like a removal of an organ. Yeah. 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 Don't encourage your mum, don't humour her with this. <laughs> well, well I, I could see it that way. No, it was just the fact <laughs> that, I mean, that's humor, humorous kind of... Now, when I put this title out, Omer, yeah. that's the kind of response I'm going to get. <laughs> <laughs> well, I well, haven't seen the film, so that's the reason I I'm asking. That's an issue, Dan. I just think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, think of the worst, worst case scenario. Yeah. Wow. Okay, and on that crazy note, <laughs> thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you soon. See ya. See ya. So that's another Siddiqui Ramblings wrapped up. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd love to get involved, uh, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. So that email address again is thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. We're aiming to make this podcast a weekly episodic podcast and that can only be done through uh, reviews. So if you guys could review us, five-star reviews on iTunes, that would be a massive, massive help to get the word out. So the more reviews, the better. Until next time, it's bye from Basit Siddiqui. And it's bye from Sid Siddiqui. And it's bye from Umar Siddiqui. See ya.